when people aren't feeling well outside of work, that they're not going to be their best individuals at work. And so if you want to achieve maximum results and have the best workers that you can, then you got to be able to make sure that they're dreaming for the rest of their areas in their life too. This is Lead with Culture. I'm Kate Volman, and on this episode, we're talking to another one of our fabulous dream managers. Tyler Holland is the Chief Culture Officer and Dream Manager at Great Plains Transport. He is responsible for cultivating a positive work environment and fostering strong relationships among team members. We chatted about his experience going through Dream Manager certification, implementing the program, and some of the benefits they're seeing so far. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited for our conversation. Yeah, thanks, Kate, for having me. I'm very excited to be here today and just talk more about the Dream Manager program. So before we dig into all the fun content and you get to share a little bit about the program and how it's impacted your organization, would love for you to share a kind of a high-level overview about Great Plains Transport. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you serve? And how many employees do you have? Yeah, absolutely. So Great Plains Transport is an over-the-road logistics company. So we have about 250 employees, 200 of them being over-the-road truck drivers, and about 50 people in the office. And then we serve all about 48 of the continuous United States customers all over the place. And we do everything we can to help with their logistics needs. And what is your role there? Yeah, so my title is the Chief Culture Officer. I've been with Great Plains for about five years now. I started off doing data entry on the dispatch side, just kind of learning how things go. And then I started doing recruiting and orientation for our new hired drivers. And then I've moved into my role now of the chief culture officer, which does the dream manager, employee wellness, different activities in the community, and then any retention efforts. You have the best titles, Chief Culture Officer, Dream Manager. Yeah, it's pretty surreal when I ask people what I do, especially being at a logistics company like I am. They're like, what, a dream manager? It almost sounds too good to be true. I know. Every time someone comes to get certified, I said, you have the best title in the world now, Dream Manager. I love that you were able to experience multiple roles in your organization before taking on this role, especially because you're tasked with culture and it's important to understand the people that are part of your team. And what better way to do that than by getting a little bit of a glimpse into all those different pieces that you got to experience and work with people on. Because I think especially in, in roles like this, when you have some people that are working in the office and you have some people that are out driving, obviously that's a very different experience, day-to-day -day experience. How do you communicate with everyone on the team to make sure that they recognize that everybody's role is important, but we have to remember that we're having very different experiences every day when we come into work. Yeah, absolutely. So a big thing with that, like you said, is just communication because when we feel like we aren't being heard, then that's when the divides between each other can happen. And so the first part is really making sure that the communication is happening between the teammates that needs to, but then there is this reminding to them that, at the end of the day, we all have the same dream or the same goal, and that's to pick up the freight and to deliver it safely on time. And so, you know, we all need to do our part in reminding them that it takes each and every one of us to be successful and to fulfill that goal that we have. It's a beautiful thing that you are the chief culture officer because Matthew Kelly talks about in The Culture Solution 
the importance of having someone, just someone needs to be the leader of that culture. And while everyone in the organization plays a role in creating a dynamic culture, everyone can be a culture advocate, there has to be someone in the organization that's making sure that that's actually happening, that that's taking place. You get to do that, which is such a fun position to be in. And obviously, there are so many programs out there, right? There's a lot of things that you can implement to help your people grow. When you're making decisions based on what are the programs that you're actually going to try and do, what is your criteria? What do you look for? How do you make that decision? You know, a big thing is that it's going to work for everybody. And what I mean by that is that there's some programs that if it really works well for people that are in-house, but if you're not able to get them in the office, it's very hard to go through that with them. And so that was one thing that really stood about the dream manager program. As long as that we got the ability to interact with each other and I can provide the material, then we're able to go through this together. So let's talk about your dream manager experience a little bit. We always love hearing everyone's stories about how they found dream manager. Did they read the book? Did they hear Matthew speak somewhere? So tell us about your journey. How did you first find out about dream manager? It started about a little under a year ago, and our president, Mike, had read the book, The Dream Manager himself, and then passed it on to me to give that for a read. He likes to give a monthly book assignment, let's just call that, and so that was mine for that month, and I think he knew that I would really enjoy it, and it's something that I would want to start to push into our own company, and I saw that there was this opportunity to provide this program and this opportunity for individuals to be able to find their essential purpose, like it says in the book. And I knew that I would be able to do this, whether it was with teammates in the office or outside of the office. And so after reading the success with that and realizing what we can do, we pushed the agenda. And then in October, I went to the training down in Jupiter, Florida, which was just a wonderful experience, learning hands-on how to implement and then grow with my classmates that also went through that. And then I spent the month of December creating the strategic plan and doing some dream storming sessions with the company to just create awareness about what this was all about. And then I had my first cohort in January with 10 individuals. Beautiful. So tell us a little bit about your experience. What surprised you the most going through the training? I think what surprised me the most was how in-depth the material was. Mm. And so what I mean by that was Really, as long as you took it all in, all you need to do is just utilize and implement the material and it should be successful because it was going to be like, well, how am I going to do all this stuff? And really, they just walk you right through of what you need to do and you left feeling confident and more excited about it. That is the goal. We want everybody to walk away feeling confident that they know that they could literally have a coaching session with someone the next day if they wanted to. Yeah. I think that was one of the things that took me back. I was like, well, when can we get started? You and Jennifer were just like, you guys can get started on Monday if you want to when you fly back to town. And you really could if that's the angle that you wanted to take with it. But with the digital asset library that's provided, as long as you utilize the tools and the resources provided, it's going to be a successful program. You have everything you need. That's what we always say. And I love that that was your takeaway because it was very intentional on Matthew's part to create the curriculum the way that he did with simplicity in mind. 
We live in such a world where we just glamorize overcomplicating instead of keeping it really simple. And so we want to make sure that all of our dream managers realize, hey, I can do this. They have the confidence in the material. And also it helps the dreamers because that is such a big reason why we don't achieve our dreams is we overcomplicate things. We stop forgetting to get back to the basics and to keep it simple and to just take your dreams one step at a time. And that's what a dream manager really gets to do. I love that that was your takeaway and you felt really confident in doing that. So you rolled the program out. What did you start to see? What has been the impact so far? So first of all, I think just seeing people buy into the program and start to, to believe their dreams because people are like, I don't have any dreams. I'm like, are you sure you don't? Then they start to be like, well, I guess I wanted to do this and I wanted to do this. But then it's like you said, it's the simplicity of it. I think there's a reason that people call them dreams is they think that it's something that's unattainable. And so when you put these action plans together, well, what's one thing that you can do? We just keep doing one thing. Well, pretty soon we're going to be a little bit closer to it. And so to see people excited to come to my desk or to give me a call on the phone and be like, Tyler, I did this. I worked towards this action step, towards this dream of mine. And so to see that enthusiasm with it. And then for my own self, given the industry that, you know, I'm in with the transportation industry, right away, my first cohort, I had seven office staff and three drivers. I knew that they would participate and they would be able to create some buy-in with everybody else. And the thing that just blew me away was in my second cohort was I had seven drivers and three office staff. And I thought it would take much longer to create some buy-in with that. But people are starting to see this is what the dream manager program is. And this is how I can benefit from it. Why were you concerned that it was going to take some time? Kind of just the fear of the unknown or people are like dream manager. That's weird. What do you mean I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk to a dream manager while I'm trying to deliver this load right now? And it's like, yeah, you are. We're going to take an hour break and we're going to talk to each other. And we're going to talk about those things that people just think about a lot. And now they think they're talking about them. And now we're putting plans together and they got somebody who's behind them, encouraging them to find their essential purpose and be them best selves. That's what people need. People just need a little bit of encouragement and support and caring. It's funny that you said, that's ridiculous. What is this dream manager thing? Because when is the last time somebody asked most people, what's your dream or what's one of your dreams? They do actually have dreams because people have stopped dreaming and partly because of what you said, which is we think that these dreams are only those things that are unattainable. Like dreams have to be I'm going to live on a $5 million home on the water. And and that's fine if that's what you want. But the dreams that people have, it's in all different categories of life. And we see that the most common dreams are people that want to get out of debt. They want to buy their first home. They want to lose weight. They want to have better relationships with their significant other. And those are dreams. But people don't usually call them dreams. And so I love that you're helping your team members shine the light on those are the dreams that you have for your life. Absolutely. And it's creating this environment or this space that it's okay to be uncomfortable and dive into those dreams a little bit, you know, and I always like to ask them, well, how did you feel about this session? But it just felt so good to be able to talk about those things. And I think sometimes our society makes it that it's not okay to do that. And so it's just going against what is the norm 
and allowing people to dream because everybody's got it inside of them. Absolutely. Can you share some of the dreams that your people are working towards? Yeah. So some really cool ones are one of somebody wants to bring their daughter to Disney World and they even got to talk about that with their daughter and dream about it a little bit Aww. and let them know that in a year that they're going to be putting this plan together. So what would you like to do? Another really cool one is somebody is working towards getting their single engine pilot license. And so they took their first online course and they had been talking about it forever. And then after our first session between session one and two, they were able to get that program started for themselves. And then I think just a lot of people have started to put together a real budget for themselves and started to work towards some of those financial aspects of their dreams because a lot of dreams have that tied to it. And so to getting people to be comfortable addressing their budget and where they're at and what it's going to take to get to where they need to go. What I love about one of the first ones that you shared was they're bringing their child into it, first of all. Like, what a lesson to teach our kids. Well, our kids already dream, right? Like, they don't have any issues dreaming. But what exactly. I love is that it's a year plan. In this world where we live in this, we want it now, now, now. We can't wait. We want everything because, hey, we can get everything pretty much that we want immediately. I love that they're planning this really fun vacation. It's going to take a year and we get to save. And what does that look like? And so not only is this such a discipline for the parent, but also yeah. for the child to see like you have to have these dreams that you work towards and you don't get everything you want. And so I'm very excited for them to work towards that. And then something we talked about is if they can achieve this dream together, then what else can they do for their relationship? And so it's just going to provide this opportunity, like you said, this legacy that these two could really work on it with each other then. All right. So someone that's listening, a leader that's listening saying, all right, that's fine and all well and good. And people are dreaming and dream again. But what about my business? These are my team members. These are my employees. They've got to drive results. Like how does a program like this impact the company? It talks about this in the Rhythm of Life book about finding your essential purpose to be your best self. And we all know that when people aren't feeling well outside of work, that they're not going to be their best individuals at work. And so if you want to achieve maximum results and have the best workers that you can, then you got to be able to make sure that they're dreaming for the rest of their areas in their life too. Yeah. Your organization can only become the best version of itself to the extent that your people are becoming better versions of themselves. Some of the impact that you've seen now as far as the culture in your organization, what have you noticed, not just kind of on an individual level, but on a team level? One thing we have is called the dreamer of the week. And so we're highlighting somebody going through the program. And so not only now is that dreamer and myself celebrating that, the rest of their teammates get to celebrate that with them too. And so you're starting to just see some of that excitement and that buy-in. And people are starting to see that if Kate can achieve her dreams, why can't I? And so people are starting to now explore how they can be them best selves too. Yeah. What has been the biggest challenge for you in becoming a dream manager? I think one of the biggest challenges for myself is to stay with the dreamers when they're feeling a little too uncomfortable and they want to get back into that comfort zone when we're trying to work towards something. And so it's keeping their buy-in and their enthusiasm, maybe when times are a little tough, because that's why we got into that place in the first place. And so it's reminding them, we got these action steps. We can do that right now. 
And so it's just that continued encouragement with them. Yeah. We talk about it with our coaches all the time. You can't care more about your people's dreams than they care about their dreams. You can just provide that encouragement and that support. Again, it just streams into other areas of their lives. It's incredible to see how many people go into an office and they just feel like a number. They feel like nobody really cares about them. They never get recognized for any of the work that they do. And having programs like this, it just tells people, hey, I care about you. That's what it's doing. And you have to have somebody that leads that charge, like Tyler, that cares about people. It's just caring about the individuals and the people because we're all here for the same goal at the end of the day. And so let's make the most of it with each other. So you have 250 team members. What is your dream for the program? My big dream that everybody would want to go through the program. I understand, you know, especially with a population size of 250, that it's not going to be for everybody. But ultimately, anybody who wants to go through, I want to be able to provide that opportunity for them. So what are some of the conversations that your team members are having amongst themselves to kind of help talk about the program so that when your next cohort opens up, that they're excited to dive right in. Yeah. What I'm overhearing is people getting excited, talking about the different dreams that they have, that they're currently working on. I'm also hearing from people as they're like, just go send at least one session with Tyler and see what it's all about. He's very eager and willing to listen to whatever you need to talk about and is going to provide some advice and send you in the right direction with that. And so it's just this encouragement. They're seeing what the benefit is for themselves. What do you feel are some of the biggest challenges that leaders in your kind of role in their organizations face when trying to implement something like the Dream Manager? The two things that kind of came to mind right away is one is the buy-in with the rest of the people of what is this and what am I getting myself into? And then the second part, kind of like you said about other business leaders is what are they doing with their time? They're going to meet with Tyler for an hour. So now I'm paying for two hours worth of work time. And what are these individuals talking about? And so the other challenge is for me to be able to get that out there about what benefits this is having for the company too. So not only are we just seeing an increase maybe in positive energy, but what is that actually doing for the company and that tangible result that they can see? So how are you communicating that? How are you planning to measure the ROI of this for the leadership team? A big thing I think is going to be what are some of the action steps that people put into play and then what ones had they accomplished to kind of show the, the success with that? Because if they're putting in the work to do those things, it's almost like a guarantee that they're going to be doing what they need to and then some at work too. It's always interesting having this conversation about ROI because obviously it's important. Anything that we're investing in, we want to make sure we're getting a return on it. But with something like the Dream Manager, what I find so interesting, and you've already shared some of the stories of people that have just talked about, they feel more engaged, they're more excited. All of those things obviously is going to help them become better at the role that they're in, no matter right. what they're doing. Even that individual who's planning that Disney trip, that's helping them think through in my role, what do I need to be looking at six months and a year from now? And those are skills that 
are incredibly important that they're learning not only for themselves personally, but also professionally. Again, we've got to figure out how we're going to measure that ROI, but don't disregard all of those intangible benefits that they're getting simply by becoming a more engaged individual overall that cares. Like what you just said right there, really as somebody who's supervising, somebody who's going through the program, they should have a good enough pulse on that individual where they're going to see some of those intangibles that you just spoke about. And they're just going to notice that difference and just organically see that ROI increase for them. I mean, you said it in one of your team members that at the end of the session said, it's so nice to just be able to talk about this stuff. If someone's going home, think about the stress of not being able to share some of the things that you're thinking or feeling or going through at work because of whatever's going on at home, right? To know that you have somebody that you can really trust and that is going to encourage you. That's huge. We can get caught up in the balance sheets and the line items and all of that, which again, important, of course, but also your people drive the organization. We've got to care about the people that are coming into work and fulfilling the mission of their role and the organization as a whole. Well, Tyler, we're so grateful for you and everything that you're doing to help your people grow and to just spread the word about Dream Manager. We're so excited to see the impact that it continues to have in the organization and with your people. We're excited to hear all the dreams that are being achieved over the next couple of years. And if there's any way that we can support you, obviously, you know that the Floyd team is here to support and help and do whatever we can do to make sure that you're continuing to be successful. I appreciate everything that you and everybody else at the Floyd team has has done, Kate. And I am uh, just three months into it. I, I'm still finding out what my essential purpose is and how I can be my best self. And I'm just ready to continue to grow with this Dream Manager program. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope it inspired you to start asking your team members about their dreams. If you're interested in learning more about the Dream Manager program and discover if it's a great fit for your organization, go to thedreammanager.com. We so appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you so much. If you haven't yet written a review, we would be incredibly grateful if you would head over to iTunes and share one thing that you really enjoy about the show and hey, why you keep listening. It really does help us spread the message. So thank you so much for taking some time. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, lead with culture.